Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, welcome in to episode number 241 of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C Thursday of Bets, also known as March the 10th, 2022, so you don't have to check your calendar for the first time here today. Obviously, plenty of good vibes, loads of positivity, nothing but wonderful vibrations coming from uh, me and my partner here today. Before we can uh, secure firmly the rabbit hole dive in shorts and dive into said rabbit holes, if you will, I and he soon will need you too. smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, hey, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew like the Wise Words podcast that dropped yesterday, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, and every Wednesday for that matter. If you didn't know, now you do. But if you're watching on one of our additional social media platforms, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button there so you don't miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you are listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete. Next item up on the docket. Hey, if you can be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so. Go ahead and uh, hit that other like button. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. You know, we love to connect with you guys live on the show as well as hit that share button down there wherever it is too. Send it on over to your brothers. Sisters, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL pod, and we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, on this morning's formalities, head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and hey, our additional content too, so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. (laughs) 
Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 241 of the TTL pod. I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host Colton Cap and Colt Sroka. And I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, some insights, some analysis, laughs, motivation, and most importantly, firmly secure the rabbit hole diving shorts and get ready to dive into the deep end of them. My friends, we have plays kicking off at 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. We have plays kicking off at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Hell, we even have plays kicking off at 12 and 12.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So I suggest you get locked in right here, right now. Don't be going up and going to the bathroom because it's going to be rapid fire. Nothing but stone cold insights and analysis and absolutely nothing but winners. Right here, right now, please get on your feet. Put your hands together and help me welcome in the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and you better not ever forget the TTL Cruise resident Southsider and Cheesehead Faithful himself, Mr. Riley, R. Mags, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? Oh, my man, I could not be any better. Every single day it comes by, I mean, uh... When I say March Madness is Christmas for me and us, dude, I'm not kidding. And every single day, it, it, it grows and grows. It's like 20 days of Christmas, and every single day is better. And tomorrow is is confirmed one of those days, dude. And, uh, you know, I've got nothing to complain about beyond that. So uh, I'm fantastic. I don't have anything else going on beyond that, I don't think. But, uh, you know, otherwise, other than that, I'm rocking and rolling, dude. Love to hear it, my man. Uh, we got, uh, like I said, early slate kicking off here, so oh, yeah. we'll get right on into it. Oh, yeah. I just thought of a little something uh, while uh, while you were bringing, while I brought you in there. Maybe we, uh, I, I don't know. I think we can get all the way through it. Yeah, we can get all the way through it and recap everything. I think if we go fast enough, because I was thinking about doing. Your early plays, my early plays, yeah, it would just be too much. So we're just going to do the show like we usually usually okay. typically do it. So, I, 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 yeah, I kind of just did a quick analysis of what the hell it would do. It would just be too doggone much. So I don't know what you're saying. I just need to have a conversation with myself. Okay. It's all you good, man. I was going to do our uh, our early slate and our late slate on two different segments. But we'll just do the oh. usual thing. Our mags, best bets, Colts, best bets, special play of the day, yada, yada. But for now... <clears throat> Because we are a full transparency show, and we always recap the previous day's best bets of the day, it is now time to quickly go back into the past, back to the future, if you will, if you are a fan of Marty McFly, and recap all of the TT and Doc, and recap all of the TTL crew's best bets of the day from March the 9th, 2022. Okay. Doki artichoke. I'll take the microphone first. I've been dishing it over to you the last couple <laughs> sure. times, so I'll let you know what it is what it is. Uh, right side of your screen, my best bets of the day, 3-0 and oh, clean sweep. I am now 12-3 and three over my last 15 college basketball plays. Hey, thank you, my friend. I appreciate you. That goes back to Sunday. Tweeted out last night. Obviously, at some point in time, I'll cool off, but uh, these these kind of streaks generally tend to, uh, to last about a week or so, maybe even a little bit longer, and uh, knock on wood, I think this is kind of paying me back for all them kicks in the teeth that I took oh, over the course of the season and uh, I think this is finally me getting hot not me just like having a weird streak and, and something weird so I think this is finally uh, a little bit of payback there and I'm seeing lines <laughs> once again today my friends so I got four coming at you partner pal 
One and two, I know not the greatest, not the best, but you're still cashing tickets. Either way, you're still having a few ads, so make sure you follow them on the Action app, at our mags in all caps, and on our chalkboard, at Talking the Line chalkboard, there too, download it on the App Store. But partner, one and two, what's going on, my man? I mean, I could use a little bit of that uh, same type of luck coming my way, dude, because the old whoa, Pistons' whoa, whoa, uh, six-point loss as far as far as getting kicked in the nards, and then uh, I need the uh, the, the positive, uh, you know, positive regression that's coming my way because I got uh-huh. kicked in the uh-huh. nards by the damn Detroit Pistons last night, dude, uh, which doesn't make me feel good whenever I bet against the Bulls, and I feel, uh, you know, it, it puts my head into pretzel, and I don't like doing it, but I, uh, I would make that play again, dude. I would make that play on the Pistons again. They were winning a lot of that game. Choked it away, lost it on some free throws, couldn't get a shot up at the end. And, uh, yeah, we got a six-point loss. Didn't catch the best number either. Wish I would have got a better number. But, uh, you know, Penn State, Penn State took care of business, man. Uh, held uh, Minnesota under 30% three-point shooting, which I didn't expect it to be that solid. No. But uh, outside of that, outside from that, um, K-State, uh, speaking of uh, breaking news, Bruce Weber has just fucking resigned. So uh, interesting news as uh, we uh, have oh, that Bruce. right in our faces. <laughs> oh, Bruce. Well, that's about it for me, dude. Uh, he had a nice uh, like six-minute press conference. You should go watch it. It was really, really nice and heartfelt. But uh, huh. uh did not expect that to come. But uh, shout-out, Bruce, man. For sure. Shout-out, old Bruce Weber. Um, in between us, Wednesday Warrior, Atlanta Hawks. Gosh darn it. Them suckers, man. Everything seemed right on that one, and then they just couldn't get the job done. Uh, parlay pop-off. Obviously didn't make it to the window. Uh, no harm, no foul. Tis what it is. We got one cooked up today, though. I'll talk about it in a minute, oh. man. I am pretty damn confident oh. in this one. Uh, Moneyline dice roll yesterday. 0-2 on the day for the dice. Are you shitting me? I didn't Dude, know did you happened. see the ending of that one? Like, obviously, a uh, bad beat for sure, but we should have had the under. The dice should have had the under. Oshi hit one, tied it with a second and a half left to send it to OT. 1.5 seconds wow. to Tied wow. at three to three. I saw it was uh, a bananas game. I saw there was a lot of controversy in the game. I wow. saw there was a lot of stuff going wow. on. Shout out our guy uh, Andrew McGinnis at McGinnis yeah. Picks. Uh, he was tweeting a, tweeting a whole bunch about yeah. it last Should night. Should not have so. came to Woo. that, but no. uh, yeah, hey. it was wild. Moneyline dice. Now my friends, zero and two performance yesterday. They now move to one and five. No, on the week, dice. if you are keeping dice. track. Oh, dice. money line dice. One and five dice. on the week. Boys, boys, boys. Okay. Uh, well, there you go. There we have it. We won't waste any more time there. Let me bring us back into Tay Screen. Tell you what's going on here today. Uh, we got three best bets of the day coming from you, right, Max? Yes, sir. Three college all, basketball. All college basketball for show. Uh, hell nice of a slate today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not a bad idea. NBA has been uh, absolutely just a clusterfuck and a half right now, so I, I I do not blame you for doing that at all. I got four college basketball plays. I was going to keep it down to three, and I saw four that had great value. Also, I kind of added one. It's not even a lean at all. I was ex- I'm was i extremely confident in it, but I got two early plays and two mm-hmm. late plays, so I will be on Jeff Dawson's show. Dawson's show at 1 p.m. The midday market report with the <laughs> Cape Cod <laughs> with the Cape Cod connection. Shout out my man. Uh, so I will be on there. Uh, so I wanted to give two plays for uh, those guys as well. But hey, you guys tuning in now, you get four best bets. Max, Max, please. While I'm thinking about it. Keep an eye on the comment section today. Oh, yeah. Oh, I already had shout it in my head. Don't shut worry. Up. After, last, uh, you know, after you yesterday's know, debacle you know, on my part. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? You you froze just like this, just for a half a second, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, there you go. Uh, so we'll get through that. We got a uh, board bender parlay for the damn ages. Um, six wait. legs, paying out over 45 to 1 odds. Uh, I'm beside myself on this one. I mean, hey, call us crazy. Feel free to call us crazy now. Quote us later, bitch. That's all I got to say. And I'm telling you right now, it's paying out over 45 to 1 odds. And the books are going to be so upset. 
when this bad boy makes it straight to the pay window. So stick around, third segment of the day. We'll recap all of that. We'll get in the fourth segment, money line dice roll of the day, and then we'll be live sweating some action, talking some shit back and forth as we get into the second half of the day. It's Music Monday over here at the TTL. What day? Music Monday. Music Monday. I'm working. What day of the week is it? Uh oh, Thursday. <laughs> Shit, I'm I'm jeez, I'm fucking. Excuse me, excuse me, pardon me, folks. Uh oh, yeah, excuse me. I don't know where I was. I'm I'm back to Thursday now. So uh, apologies yeah. for what. It's music Thursday, dude. You should make it music Monday and not movie Monday though. I know, but maybe movie trivia Thursday instead of movie trivia Monday and then music Monday. I don't know, man. Music trivia Thursday. I, you can do the same for music. either one. What do you I mean? I don't know. I, that bad, that's got me bass One way or another, it's the same thing. I don't know, man. Either way, we don't have time for these <laughs> rabbit holes. Either way, we'll get into all of it in the second half of the show. It's Mika, 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 Mika Music Thursday, not Monday. Sorry in case you got that. The days just blend together for me anymore. I don't have weeks and weekends. It's just another day. The sun goes up. It goes down. It is what it is. Uh, either way, that's all I got for right now. We'll get into all that jazz later. For now, my friends, I ask you to kindly turn up your volume, sit on back, relax, take a chill pill, maybe pull yourself, uh, pour, pour yourself a fresh glass cup of gel and lift your mug up high to me, to thee, and all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Thursday of bets. Take your sip. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah, baby. Wow. Whew. I'm still working on this espresso, man. Ah, I got to come back to that. Either way, we'll come back to that. But for now, we flip the screen. Uh-oh. thought we were going to. We do flip the screen now. We hit the ticker, and it starts a ticking. And without further ado, my friends, it's time for the first segment of the day. Our mag's best bets of the day. My friend, let them rip. Let them have it. And as always, you have the floor. I appreciate you, my man. I appreciate will keep it short too. and sweet because this one is uh, tipping off here about 15 damn minutes. Uh, 14, so in. 14. 14. 14 damn minutes. Uh, one of the games I go. am uh, most excited for today. So I actually wish this one would be in the afternoon from an entertainment standpoint because yeah. uh, this is uh, some serious implications, arguably the biggest implications on the entire college basketball slate as far as the bubble is concerned for both teams here. Uh, but, partner, the biggest thing that I am keen in on here is the uh, wicked monetary liability that is on the old Michigan Wolverines on this early game. Uh, we've talked about it on Saturdays in those early window games when you've got 80% of bets and money on one side in the early window games. Uh, yeah, go ahead. What's your play, bub? It is the Indiana Hoosiers plus three, my friend. Uh, that is uh, my bet. Hey, you know, I was building up to it for sure. But uh, Indiana plus three is my play. Yeah, when these 11 a.m. or even sooner in this case, obviously, games are 80% of bets or money on one side. And the line, uh, even more especially, ain't moving at least in the last 12 hours uh, when the public wakes up to the uh, massive slate that is today and see this awesome game ahead of them. Uh, this looks like the side is Indiana if you're siding with the books on this one. Uh, the other thing part, can you tell me where this uh, damn game is played? We had the graphic up yesterday. Uh, somewhere in Indiana. Indianapolis, my friend. Yes, sir. Oh, it is going to be a home environment here damn. for the old Indiana Hoosiers who are uh, f 
Both these teams are on the bubble. Indiana much more desperate. They lose there in the NIT, plain and simple. Um, and they've actually played in this mm-hmm. building mm-hmm. this year. Uh, one end covered against uh, in-state foe Notre Dame as a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, So they can take care of business in this uh, in this gym, man. And like I said, the, the atmosphere is going to be nuts. Even though it's 1030, the, uh, the state of Indiana doesn't mess around with their basketball, especially oh, the Hoosiers. So it's going to be, be jumping today. Uh, the biggest thing, though, they need, a, they need a really strong second half. They've been a fantastic first-half team and then scuffle a little bit, scoofle a little bit scoofle. in the second half. So I actually might take a nice, nice little bite out of the first-half action as well on top of this um but I, I i can't ignore that monetary liability on the full game if i'm being totally honest with you so uh i think they're gonna have some success in both halves uh here today they are five and two last seven uh neutral site games are the indiana hoosiers and the old Michigan Wolverines, two and five, last seven as a favorite. Again, I didn't mention it, but I do not give a shit about Juwan Howard. Who the hell's on their sideline today? Uh, doesn't matter for me at all. He is going to be back, but that does not matter to me at all. They are two and five, last seven as a favorite, three and fourteen, last seventeen, following an ATS win. So, which uh, they are coming off of a nice win over Ohio State, uh, win and cover. They are also zero and four, last four, following a straight up win. So, I expect the Hoosiers to be hell bent on getting this win outright. Uh, but I expect massively insane game unless. Indiana Hoosier, uh, unless Indiana takes it handily. So I'm going to take all the points they're willing to give me. Give me the plus three for the all Indiana Hoosiers to kick us off here in 12 short minutes, my friend. Indiana plus three. I absolutely love it. Uh, I told you pre-show this is one of my leans of the day. I figured that you were going to have a play out of it, so I said, hey, I'm going to let old Big Ten King over there handle it, and I'll be damned if he didn't take the play that I was going to take myself. So please, friends, hammer it in quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, Let's see here. Tweet. Okay, uh, you see a tweet come across your screen there. We're uh, we're, we're going to hype that play up a little bit because oh, nice, we're live nice, sweating that nice. bad boy right up in there. So uh, one out of three best bets of the day, partner. There's that one. How about number two? All right, number two, switching over. This one is a uh, 5 o'clock, so I got one early game, and then I'm going to uh, a little bit of the afternoon and evening slates. Going to the SEC tournament in this one. Uh, we've got Mississippi State, Mississippi State, and Mid-tippy the old South day. Carolina Gamecocks, my friends. Gamecocks. Taking the Talking the Gamecocks, I'm taking the dog, the old South Carolina Gamecocks in this one. Uh, plus mm-hmm. four, it's up mm-hmm. to plus four and a half right now. Um, out of my three plays, I will be honest, this is the I, this is the one I like the other two more than this one, but I still really like this play because Mississippi State, away from their home hardwood, have been abysmal. And I honestly think uh, the books are setting this line based off of the Ken Palm projections and what they, uh, or at least the rankings of Ken Palm, which Mississippi State has the edge on. That's been the case all year, and they've been a hot sack of dumpster fire away from home all season long. They are a three and eleven straight up away from their home hardwood five and nine ATS. That's two and two neutral, uh, with wins over Richmond and Winthrop and losses to Louisville and uh, Colorado State. Their only road win on the season was uh, at Ma- Mizzou, Missouri, one of the worst teams in the damn conference. So I and this uh, South Carolina team has actually been playing really, really solid. So I think it's two teams going in opposite directions here. I think they're going to take care of this number. So far in the SEC, another spread yesterday, lower level in the SEC. Um, but another spread that was really similar to this, Ole Miss and Mizzou, speaking of Mizzou, um, uh, Mizzou was four-point dogs, won it outright pretty damn easily. Uh, so far, this one reminds me of this This one as, as a, uh, in the sense that they're setting these lines as far as what the perception of who the better team is. But in reality, I believe the South Carolina Gamecocks are the better team. I expect them to win this game, but I'll take all the points. Uh, a few trends, and then I'll get out of here. South Carolina against the number seven and seven away slash neutral uh, combined on the season, two and one on a neutral court. 
uh, and Mississippi State one four and one as a four and a half point or less favorite this season. One four and one as a four and a half or less favorite. South Carolina four and one ATS as a dog of four and a half or less. So in these short dog spots, they've been actually really profitable. They're five and one last six as an underdog just in general. Four and one last five following an ATS win. Four and one last five versus a team with a winning straight up record. And Mississippi State one and five last six on Thursday. Zero oh and four last four versus a team with a winning record. And the dog between these two teams over the last. 20 games is 14 and 6 to the number. Give me the dog, the old South Carolina game cacks, plus four in this one uh, for the second play of the day from me, my friend. Uh, seems like a lot of experts out there thinking the same way you are. This one's kind of turning into a little bit too much of a public dog for me. So, like you said, I'm, I like your other two a lot better than this one. I'm going to lean away from this one. Uh, I like what you're saying, though, as far as the trends and everything. Uh, I kind of I chuckled there because I was like, hey, you've been. Been listening to my uh, my my little my point spread uh, trends there because those have been uh, those have I mean them bad boys have been I like this one this one yeah. been nice so I, I like those I'll actually three out of the four I think today I'm talking about from a specific point spread number that these teams that I'm betting on today have been very, very valuable so hey keep it steaming keep it moving enough for me uh, there you go your second how about your third best bet of the day. Uh, just curious on that one. Is it mostly the money splits that's got you concerned as far as that one is concerned? Yeah, that's been okay. very okay. set up all week for the last two weeks, three okay. weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair so, enough. best bet three. Yeah. Number three. We got plays coming up at 11 o'clock. Best bet number three. Or just take time. All right, here we go. <laughs> just kidding. No, no, this one will be really short and sweet. Short of the other ones. Uh, going to the ACC late night action or later evening, I guess. Uh, Virginia and UNC taking the old Virginia Cavaliers plus the four in this one. Uh, I really think the pace of Virginia, this low pace of Virginia, is going to cause some problems for UNC. Team that away from home also has not been. Uh, they they fire on all cylinders at home for the most part, uh, and then in certain spots on the road they are at least neutral sites of road. They haven't been fantastic, and I really think that's what's going to happen here. The pace is really the biggest thing for me. Uh, Virginia eight no less eight following an ATS loss, so in an ATS bounce back spot they've been perfect over the last eight four and no last four versus a team with a win percentage above six hundred. So against good teams they've also been really really solid. And UNC zero and four oh four and one last five on neutral courts over the last uh, couple of seasons here and one and four this one ain't nothing to me partner one and four last five after scoring 90 plus in their previous game so obviously last one we saw is unc smoking duke on coach k's mm. day mm. when they scored 90 points uh it's actually a letdown spot in their next uh follow-up game and uh i you know kind of how i said that i think the pace is going to be controlled by virginia in this one that's what it's been historically over the last few years virginia is seven and one straight up and ats over the last eight games versus unc three of those as underdogs I think that's going to be uh, raining true here today in uh, in Barclays Center, Brooklyn, uh, and I think the old U- UVA Cavaliers, who are also very desperate for a win here, uh, loss could put them in the NIT as well. So they're hell bent on a win in this one as well. So give me the Virginia Cavaliers plus four to finish myself off here, partner. I like that a lot. Uh, what you said there at the very end. If Virginia does lose this one, uh, straight to the NIT tournament. Yeah. So uh, hey, I like what you're saying there. Uh, right at hey, beautiful, beautiful Possible. freaking time. Right about uh, right about ten minutes. Beautiful Dang. analysis, my man. Uh, anything else you have in regards to uh, the rest of your three best bets of the day, good sir? I don't believe so, dude. Keep it rocking and rolling for us. Okie dokie, artichokey. I uh, I want to get out of I want to get out of our best bets fast enough so we can uh, be talking about your first best bet of the day as uh, everything's rocking and rolling. So I want to steam through mine real quick, fast and in a hurry, my friends. Well, not that quick, fast and in a hurry, but flip the ticker. Time for the second segment of the day. My best bets of the day. Got to quickly toss myself over here, and you know the drill. Pull up the old stats. So, my friends, 
the uh, the people on Jeff Dawson's show aren't going to uh, the audience there. Isn't going to get uh, to take advantage of this one. But my friends, play number one of the day. We're calling it the A10 Annihilator. You know the drill. An A10 Annihilator a day will keep the doctor away in the first play today at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. We're taking the Fordham Rams plus five and a half. No way, no sir, no how. This line is completely wrong. These two teams are way too damn similar for this line to be this long. I would buy it all the way down to plus minus two and a half and would even potentially put the damn Rams at minus two and a half of this spot. The line movement is what really got me thinking on this track. It opened at George Mason minus five and it has absolutely frozen solid at minus five and a half. Despite George Mason getting 60% of bets and 55% of money, going down a little bit, 52% of bets, 55% of money the last time I looked, but that's looking more like an extra play than anything to me and it only moved up by the hook with that type of money coming in I am not buying it let me tell you why I think George Mason is a little bit overvalued and uh, if you've been following along on this show in any capacity you know that the Patriots cashed a shitload of tickets for us this year so if I'm willing to fade them it has to be the right spot uh, fell off the face of the earth is probably putting it lightly for how the Patriots finished their season. 1-4 straight up, 0-4-1 ATS in their last five games. 7-9 straight up and against the number in conference play, inconsistent at best. And 1-5 ATS as a 5-9.5 to nine and a half point favorite this season. Might I mention... <clears throat> 0-2 ATS as a 5-7 point favorite this year. I think this exact thing, that exact trend continues because Fordham, in that spot, they are 6-2 ATS as a 5-9.5 point dog this season, and they're 5-0 ATS as a 5-7 point dog this season. So let the damn line move everywhere it wants to go. Fordham is spectacular in this spot, and bottom line, George Mason is not. Fordham, Finished the season a lot better than George Mason did. Three and two straight up, two, two and one ATS. I'm not hiding it from you. I know it's not great, but it's still not 04 and one ATS for crying out loud. This is the real ticker for me, and this is the best one. Eight and ten straight up, eleven and seven in conference play for the Fordham Rams. They've been undervalued all year long because of their name. And uh people are gonna see that George Mason was cashing tickets at the end of the year, and I'm telling you not to buy into it because I was one of the people dishing out the Patriots. Now Last but certainly not least, a uh, couple final key things here in the first play of the day. Uh, when everybody zigs, I zag, my friends. Everyone and their brothers are already on the Patriots, no question about it. So I'm taking all of the Rams, and I really think they're underestimating their defense. That's what's uh, really going to show up today here for Fordham. 51st in adjusted defensive efficiency, 80th in opponent effective field goal, 127th per Ken Palm in two-point percentage, 60th in three-point percentage, 88th in defensive turnover percentage, and 125th on the defense. Defensive glass. I promise you, defense is going to turn into offense for them because I could go down about five more rabbit holes, but I'm going to stay off of it and I'm going to tell you to believe the trends. George Mason, two and five ATS last seven neutral games, one and four ATS last five as a favorite. Here you go, partner. One and four ATS last five versus an A10 opponent. Six, oh, I'm sorry, three and eight straight up. Their last 11 overall, yet they're favored by five and a half points. Hmm, something for you to think about there. Fordham, 15, six and one. How's that for a sample size, partner? Their last 22 games overall. Four and oh, ATS, their last four games played on Thursday. Seven and one ATS, their last eight neutral side games. Seven and one ATS, their last seven as a neutral dog, and four and two straight up, their last six versus an A10 opponent, yet they're an underdog of five and a half points. I call Fooey, I call overvaluation, I call first best bet of the day, A10 annihilator a day will keep the doctor away. Fordham Rams, plus five and a half.
Hey, I'm interested. Dude. You've been picking them up and putting them down in the old uh, 810, dude. Pick them up and put them down! Do uh, dogs 2-0 and so far in the old uh, 810 tournament. Uh, that was just yesterday, but uh, your uh, LaSalle pick yesterday, and then the old uh, Rhode Island, whoever they played, where it was like a 10-point spread, and it was a dog win. Uh, that was... Come on. I watched it. I'm blinking, and I watched the I finish. I did, too. At Charlotte. Charlotte. Mm, Duquesne. Mm. Rice. You said Rhode Island. I bet on Rice. No, I'm talking just A10. A10. Oh, uh, way, dogs yesterday. Oh, that's Conference USA. Either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out <laughs> of the rabbit holes. Into <laughs> the second better. best bet of the day. Here we go. Love, <laughs> love that you said that, though. I appreciate the hell of it. Second <laughs> best bet of the day. We're going to the MAC. We're calling it the MAC Attacker, and we're taking the Akron Zips plus two and a half, 12 30 p.m. Central Time tip against the Beefalo Bulls. This is another classic case of uh, a uh, spot that's been cashing tickets for us all year long and actually really, really uh, consistently over the last week. I had just been ignoring it all year, and now I have just been zoning in on it. And it is the perceived better team being favored because of season long trends. And I tweeted out this morning stop worrying about season long trends in March. Shit hits the fan. It it is the way things work, and that I uh, believe is exactly what we're seeing today. Line movement, once again, is what drew me in. It opened at Buffalo minus two. It's currently sitting at Buffalo minus two and a half, but it is frozen solid despite the Bulls getting 69% of bets and 75% of money on their spread right now. It is a setup, 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 and if you don't believe me, let me tell you why. Buffalo, three and two straight up, but 0-5 against the number, closing out the season. Last five games overall, 13 and six straight up, but but 6-13, that is not a typo, ATS in conference play this season. Exact flip-flop. 1-4 ATS as a 1-4.5 to four and a half point favorite on the season. Did I mention 0-2 ATS as a 1-2.5 to two and a half point favorite on the season? Set up, set up, set up. Because Akron, 4-1 ATS as a 1-4.5 to four and a half point dog on the season. 2-0 oh ATS as a 1-2.5 to two and a half point dog on the season. It's not a setup for them. They're 5-0 oh straight up. 4-1 ATS last 5 over, overall. They've been undervalued. They are cooking right now, my friends. And I'm telling you what, they've been cooking in conference play. Maybe not spectacular, but definitely better against the number than the Bulls. 14-6 and six straight up, 9-11 and 11 ATS in conference play. They've been overvalued as favorites in certain spots, and that is clearly not the case today. The one final key for me before we get into the trends, my friends. Hey, I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. It's going to be the tempo. Uh, look for Akron to slow this game way down and get the Bulls way off of their uh, own game themselves. I believe uh, that uh, their the whole Bulls get out and stretch the legs thing ain't going to work today, and, and that's proof of Akron having the 349th ranked adjusted tempo in the league compared to uh, in the nation compared to Buffalo 23rd uh, adjusted tempo in the nation. So it doesn't work in their advantage in this spot, and Akron slows it way down with their defensive advantage as well. So last final things, you don't believe all of that? Believe the trends. Buffalo, 0-5 ATS, last five is a favorite. 0-6 ATS, last six versus a MAC opponent. Uh, Akron, 25-10. and 10. Here's your sample size, partner. Against the number, their last 35 as an underdog. 4-1 ATS, last five Thursday games. 5-1, here's another one for you, partner. ATS, their last six versus an East Division MAC opponent. 5-0 straight up their last five Maction games. And 6-3 ATS, last nine meetings with the old Beefalo Bulls. My friends, second best bet of the day. Let's keep it steaming. Akron Zips, plus two and a half. I'm interested, my man. 
I really like the momentum. I love it. Yeah, I mean, lack of and you know, with the nice momentum, and it's also uh, this bad boy is also in the uh, great state of Ohio, which Akron also finds himself to be uh, supplanted in. Oh wait, so uh, could be a nice little uh, little home environment, at least uh, majority home environment there for the old zips there too. I like it, dude. Yeah, line is still frozen solid there, and the line is still frozen solid uh, as far as Fordham goes as well. So I just wanted yeah. to make sure I wasn't talking out of my face, and uh, I am not. Actually, uh, Fordham has turned into a little bit more of a, uh, a sharp side now, and uh, I, yeah. I use that term very, 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 very infrequently anymore, and it definitely is looking like a, a sharp side for sure. So I like it a lot. Uh, there you go. There you have it. Let's keep it moving. Third best bet of the day. So we can dish out the rest of these bad boys in the special play. Hey, I'm a poet again. I didn't even know it. Going to the matchup between the UNLV running Rebs and the Wyoming Cowboys versus the Wyoming Cowboys. And we're taking the running Rebs plus one. We're calling this the Mountain West Wiper because we are wiping out all the books with this damn play. Now, if you know me in any capacity, if you watch this show in any capacity, if you watch Cup of Joe on campus in any capacity, you know that the Wyoming Cowboys have been cashing tickets for us left, right, and center. So once again, I tell you, if I am willing to fade them in this spot in the conference tournament, then it must be the right play. Now, a couple of things here. This bad boy, uh, as far as line movement goes, that's what really uh, made this jump off to me. First of all, there is zero reason for this uh, line to be at a pick'em. No reason whatsoever with how these two teams have played all year. It's set correctly, though, with how UNLV finished their season and how Wyoming is being extremely overvalued by the public here today. Now, I spoke, just to talk about the public for just a second. The public, uh, uh, hold on one second. I apologize. I'm looking at the wrong side. <laughs> hold on one second. <laughs> the public is in there, but I sometimes I scroll too far down. Hold on one second. Now, there's still everything I was saying there. Don't worry. We're going to talk about the public, but just in a different vein than what I was. Now, however, they should be a much heavier favorite with how damn favored they are here today, with how heavy of a public darling they are here today, and everybody's brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, mothers, fathers, and cousins are already betting on them. I promise you it is not the right side. Now, as far as the line movement itself, UNLV opened up as the minus uh, minus a half favorite. So virtual pick them in the favorite, and then Wyoming moved up to the one-point favorite. Duh, everybody thought they're the best. They think they're the best team. They're the brand name team. The books have no choice but to flip it to make everybody think they're the better team once the money starts flying in. Uh, but it's frozen at minus one. It's not going any higher but the flip, despite the Cowboys getting 61% of bets and 57% of money at consensus the last time I checked. It's simply a setup and a half. And when everybody zigs, we all zag. Now, a couple of key closing points. Before we get into the trends, Wyoming is 2-3 and three straight up and against the number in their last five overall, so they closed out the season scoofling, if I do say so myself. 1-2-1 one, and one ATS as a 1-2.5 to two and a half point favorite on this, uh, so far on the season, so I do uh, think they continue to struggle in this spot. 13-5, and 9-8-1 against the number in conference play, and I'm telling you that ATS number has gotten worse in the recent games. That is not because of an early season scoofle. That is because of a late season scoofle. I mention that because UNLV is heating up 3-2 and two straight up and against the number last five overall. They are 1-2 and two ATS as a 1-2.5 point dog on the season, but 
I didn't hide that from you. I, if it was something I wanted to hide, I certainly would. The two failed covers were a plus one and a half spot and a plus two and a half spot and completely different line movement, money movement, bet splits, all that in between. This bad boy is standing firm at plus minus one and there is no reason for it to. Cherry on top of the cake, the old Rebs, 10 and 8 straight up and against the number in conference play so far this season. I'm not telling you it ain't going to be sweaty, but I'm telling you that the running Rebs are going to win this game outright. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Sorry about the little mess up there. Looked on the wrong side of my doggone analysis at the beginning, but if you don't believe me, believe the trends. UNLV, 4-0 ATS, their last four following a straight-up loss. 7-2 ATS, their last nine following an ATS loss. 4-1 ATS, last five as a dog. 4-1 ATS, last five versus a team with a straight-up winning percentage above 600. Wyoming, 1-3-1 ATS, last five versus a team with a straight-up winning record overall. They're also 11-23. How about this for your sample size, partner? Against the number, last 34 as a neutral site favorite. And UNLV, 6-2 against the number, the last eight meetings with Wyoming. Give me all of the Rebs, plus one, third. Best bet of the day. I like it, my man. Hey, this one is uh, also in the uh, great state of... You've got another team that should have some home environment action going on. It is. Uh, about this that? actually might be at their home court. I could be wrong, really? but this actually might be at their home court. So mm. you might actually have some nice... Uh, I think it is, actually. One ...at their home court. I think it is. I think I, it is, I, And they, they beat Wyoming on their home court already this season, so I really yeah. like it, man. I really we'll like see. It. We'll see. All right. Uh, one more for me, and then we'll get into the special play of the day. Here we go. Uh, last but certainly not least... One more A-10 Annihilator. How about two A-10 Annihilators a day? I'll keep the doctor away. We're going to the UMass Minutemen against the G-Wash, George Washington Colonials. You hear me say that a lot. G-Wash today and then UMass, University of Massachusetts. G-Wash Colonials plus two and a half is my best bet. That is the A-10 Annihilator time two. And honestly, this line jumped off the screen at me uh now here's some of the analysis that i was telling you about earlier now here we go i started to read this and i was like well that's not the fucking right team oh here we go so the public they know the brand name in umass right obviously they're going to be all in on them as a short perceived road favorite road favorite nonetheless a favorite short favorite nonetheless they're still going to love them in that spot the public doesn't give a damn about george washington nor have they probably even taken the time to even watch them this season i bet you they probably haven't even taken the time to watch umass that much either but they are simply backing them off of a brand name and fading george washington because they don't know who they are i'm telling you if you do that my friends you are making a severe severe mistake that is because this line movement is a setup for you, my friends, or lack thereof, I should say, as per usual. Uh, UMass opened up as a minus two and a half favorite, touching a soft three. Uh, UMass minus three in a lot of locations, even up to minus three and a half at points bet IL. But you know, every sharp on the marketplace is running to points bet in Illinois to uh, go ahead and hammer in their bets. Not. Hello. Come on. This is a setup and a half. Don't buy into it. It's simple. It's a setup. It's a setup. It's a setup. UMass is getting all the money, all the bets, and it is not going anywhere. Let me tell you why them being overvalued is an understatement. Them being the Minutemen. They're two and three straight up and against the number last five overall. 
two and four ATS as a one to four and a half point favorite so far this season. And I'm telling you what, I don't care wherever it wants to move. It can move up. It can move down. I don't care whatsoever. They are bad in this spot. They're also 7-11 straight up, 7-10-1 against the number in conference play this season. George Washington has been a little bit more con- uh, more consistent as of late. 2-3 and three straight up, but 2-2-1 two, two and one against the number last five overall. Not hiding it from you because they've been decent in this spot. 2-1-2 two, and two ATS as a 1-4.5 to four and a half point dog on the season. Still a little bit more consistent than 2-4 and four from the old Minutemen. I absolutely love this because this is the best part. 8-9 and nine straight up, 11-6 and six against the number in conference play for the Colonials. They've been undervalued against conference opponents all year long, and I think they are here today. Last but certainly not least, UMass shoots the ball extremely well, and guess what? George Washington defends the uh, three ball extremely well, so don't buy into the people telling you that UMass is going to shoot the lights out and run the old Patriots off the courts because I simply ain't buying it. UMass might be 37th in the nation in true three-point field goal percentage, but George Washington... 36th in the nation in three-point field goal percentage allowed, and both of those are true numbers. But you don't believe me on all that for the final time today, so we can finally get into the sweat. Believe the trends. UMass, 2-9-2 ATS, last 11 overall, 1-4-1 ATS, last 6, following a straight-up win. UMass is also 1-3-1 ATS, last 5 is a favorite, and 0-5 ATS, their last 5 neutral site games. George Washington, 9-3-1 against the number, their last 13 overall. 6-1 ATS, last 7, following a straight-up loss. 7-2-1 ATS, last 10 as a puppy dog. Here you go, partner. 10-3 ATS, last 13 versus an A-10 opponent. And this is what got me all the way in the boat. The final trend of the day from your boy, George Washington, 9-1 straight up and against the number, last 10 meetings with UMass with multiple outright wins as heavy to slight puppy dogs. Give me all of the Colonials plus three, fourth, final, best bet of the day. I'm a big fan, man. I am a big fan, and believe it or not, you uh, this is not at their home hardwood, but uh, should have another home environment on our hands, dude. Uh, if anything, I guess this one, I honestly don't know what to expect from this one, but uh, George Washington is in Washington, D.C. This I know one is at the old, uh, the old Capital One Arena, the big arena in old D.C., so uh, what's that? A straight fucking ticket casher oh, is what to expect. Sure. I hundred percent, dude. I just, I, 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 don't, I honestly don't know what their fan base is like, but I mean, it is, it's in their fucking home city. So, well, I did not know that any of these were had a home court, <laughs> and home I, state environment. Didn't know I knew none of it. I knew none of it. I knew none of it, man. I'm simply playing off of what I know. Right. The line movement, no. the money, the bets, the splits. That's everything I see, and I absolutely love it. So, well, there you well, go. Just chocolate syrup for you on it there. I absolutely love it, my man. Uh, two A-10 Annihilators for you, the Mac Attacker and the Mountain West Wiper, baby. All First my. one's to keep the doctor away. Second one's get you get you a little facelift or something there, oh, dude. Baby. Oh, baby. L- little, uh, <laughs> little, little lip injections or something should make you look pretty for tomorrow's show. There you go. There you have it. All of my best bets of the day, my friends. All right. We got a live sweat going on. Uh, 14 minutes in. How's it going over there, partner? Keep us updated. Uh, I have not checked. Give me a second. Okie dokie, artichokey. Well, as you do that, then I will get us ready for the third segment of the day. The boy, Ben Da Pale. How are we looking over there with the Hoosiers, pal? 
Uh, seven to six Hoosiers lead early, early, early. Uh, the other one that already started Central Michigan about to go to halftime, leading by two over Toledo at half or about to be half. We'll see. They might have another possession, but 17 and a half point dogs. I believe they were, man. I, before the show, I was like, oh, that would be a degenerate ad a year ago. And then I was like, wait a second. Do I like Central Michigan today? This is March. Hey, it's March, baby. I was looking at the old chips. The chips <laughs> are fucking profitable. The <laughs> chips are profitable as double digit dogs. But don't I want to dive into the rabbit hole, but the old Ryder Broncos taking Di- Di- Iona last night, dude. Did you just? Did you just? You let that come out of your face. You hey, feeling they okay? They validated themselves. Hey, they validated. It was more about Iona getting upset, okay, dude. Okay, okay, okay. For sure. Yeah, that was bananas. Absolutely bananas. Shout out to our man Shocking. Kevin Walsh. Uh, he uh, he's a Iona Gales alumni, and he was he was, was tweeting about it last night. But uh, shout out. Uh, but holy shit, yeah, that was bananas. Okay. Anyways. Let me uh, flip a dippery do on the old screen real quick here again, because I like to I like to see you guys. You know what I'm saying? All right, time for the special play of the day. Board bender parlay, first leg on that bad boy. We are taking the ECU Purple Pirates, ECU Pirates, whatever you want to say, plus five. This is pretty much a severe monetary liability, maybe just monetary liability. Maybe let's take out severe, but um, Cincinnati being a little bit overvalued in this spot. I think it doesn't finish more than a bucket, uh, three points maximum, and uh, I think we're getting a hell of value here with the Pirates, and they might even win this son of a bitch outright. So, first leg, ECU, plus five and a half. Anything else from you, partner? Uh, two wins from Cincinnati this year in this matchup, but two covers from the old ECU Panthers. Kept it close both times, so I think we've got another one today. Pirates, but I love what you're saying. Second leg. What did I say? Panthers? Panthers. Okay. It's all good. I was saying Monday, Thursday, it's all good. Probably on at least hey, at least we're on the same page. On days we don't know what the hell's going on. We're doing the same thing. So second leg, board bender parlay. Creighton Blue Jays plus three matchup against the Marquette Golden Eagles. My friends, Creighton feels severely, severely undervalued. And speaking of severely, there is loads of monetary liability (laughs) on the squeagles. Now, my friends, please. You know I love Shaka Smart more than anybody in this entire room, podcast, or anybody tuning in as well. But I'm telling you once again, probably for the third time I think today, if I'm willing to fade the Golden Eagles, you know it has to be the right spot. Second leg, Creighton plus three. Partner, anything else from you? No, monetary liability. Creighton, three straight outright wins in this matchup, man. I I think they get it done outright, dude. I love that. Boston College. Plus seven and a half, leg number three on the board bender parlay. Once again, say it with us, kids. Severe monetary liability all over the hurricanes of the Miami variety. Uh, this line has but dropped from eight and a half. It opened down to seven and a half, despite that fact. Uh, if I'm not talking out of my ass, partner, anything else for the third leg, the Boston College Eagles plus seven and a half. I think the I think the people are expecting Boston College to come crashing on the earth. But if you've been paying attention the last few weeks, they've elevated themselves. Into, like if you restarted this season over and put them in, I think they'd be in. I'm not saying they'd be turn, tournament team, but they'd at least be a lot better than what up. they've shown in the early up. part of the season. Man, yeah, they're they're turning upwards. And honestly, dude, Boston College is kind of sneaky every year when it comes to tournament yeah. time. And if they can squeak yeah. into the tournament by winning this son of a bitch. Wouldn't shock me if they won today. Could you imagine that? But it would not shock me if they win today. No, sir. Uh, fourth leg, board bender parlay. The UC Irvine Anteaters. Point blank period. There's no reason, much like I was telling you with UNLV in Wyoming, there's no reason for this line to be at a pick 'em. No way, no how. We're taking UCI plus one and a half. The Anteaters are not a good team. 
the UCSB Gauchos are a good team, and there's loads of monetary liability on the Gauchos, and this line is going nowhere, my friends. It's another frozen line, another classic case. UCI might not win this outright. This might not be the sweatiest the, 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 or, the, or the least sweat sweat or most sweat free of whatever the hell I'm yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. say yeah. you're going to sweat your ass off on this leg but it's going to fucking cash fourth leg the UCI Anteaters uh on uh plus one and a half partner anything else from you 80 percent of money on the old gauchos uh and the Anteaters have won uh, at least out of the last five that I see four out of the last five straight Dag-gum. up in this matchup gum. fifth leg Maryland Terrapins, plus two. I absolutely love every bit of it. This line opened at three, dropped down to two, holding firm at two, despite the Spartans. My faves, Tom Izzo. I've driven him him around in a damn Enterprise car before, for fuck's sakes. I love the fucking guy. He's the fucking man. I've had a good conversation with old Dami, pal. But I got to fade the boys today. We're going to the twerps. They ain't the twerps today. They're going to be the mighty, mighty Terrapins of Maryland University, plus two. Big Ten, Homer yourself, uh, anything left to say about the fifth leg on the board bender parlay? Uh, If it ain't the Terps, I don't know what we're doing, boys and girls. We've had them on a parlay against Michigan State earlier on on in the year in a similar, similar spot, and it cashed for us. Uh, They didn't win, but it cashed for us. Uh, a lot of money in bets on Michigan State. That was the biggest thing. And like you said, it's going down. Michigan State, man, I love Tom Izzo, and I typically love them at large. I do not think this is a typical Michigan State team. I've been calling them frauds all season long, and I think they, uh, I think they might lose outright today, man. Agreed. Concurred. 150% final leg. Six and final leg. Board bender parlay. University of Cal Riverside Highlanders minus the three. Now, uh, this one is point blank, period. A spot that Hawaii is being Hawaii is being a little uh, over Hawaii is being a little overvalued, even though they're uh, the quote unquote home dogs in this spot, and this is their time of the day to play. 10:30 p.m. Central Time is when this tips. So once we cash all five legs, we're gonna have to sit back and relax. But this is Mag's spot to either fade or back Hawaii, and we're fading them left, right, and center here today. UCR minus three. There's a reason Hawaii is the dogs in this spot. It's because they are not the more valuable side. I think UCR advances no problem. Uh, It's another case of some severe monetary liability. Uh, Huge public buy-in when there shouldn't be on a game at 1030 at night on Hawaii. So uh, all of university, it feels good to say it like that. Hawaii. It really uh, does. Honor the the people, Uh, even though it's part of the 50 states and we act like it's some fucking foreign land. Well, it does take like six hours from California to get to that motherfucker. I've never been there either. Um, Shout out, though, to uh, Five Gyres, one of our partner companies with uh, the Ether Brews, uh, one of our where we donate to. We donated a little over $10,000 to them uh, about a month back. Um, One of their founders sailed on a raft made of plastic bottles from California to fucking Hawaii. Fucking off the shits. Off the shits, man. They were telling the story on his faces. It was fucking wild. wild, man. So... Super honored to be a part of uh, donating to that uh, that place as well. So, that all being said, not not taking Hawaii, UCR Highlanders minus three. You parlay all six of them bad boys that I just talked about. Mags just talked about. It's paying out. Last I looked, I don't know. It might have moved up, might have moved down. Plus 4,549 odds. That is uncanny. Do you understand how pissed off every bookmaker and their odds making friends and even their dumbass friends who own media sport or digital sports books not even the brick and mortar do you understand how upset they're going to be when this bad boy makes it to the pay window 
I had mine up uh, on my book up closer to 50 to 1, dude, like 49.90. Wow. They're going to be mad. They're going to be mad. I suggest you lock it in. But for right now, because we got a, a, a live sweat in prime time. We got one going on right now. Then we got the Fordham Rams about to go down in but eight short minutes. So, my friends, I ask you to kindly rip out your sports books, pull out your pens, your pencils, and your paper, or whatever mode, means, or method you utilize to take stock of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day. Because as per usual, as always, for the purposes of clipping, it is now time to recap all of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day for this beautiful Thursday of Bets, also known as March the 10th, two thousand. And 22. Please, so kindly turn your attention right next to my dome piece, the top left portion of your screen right up here. You see our mags picks, all three coming from the college basketball hardwood at the time of this, me saying this right now. One is already tipped off. That's the Indiana Hoosiers plus three. Shortly following that, he's got the South Carolina Gamecocks plus four, and then he's closing his card out with the Virginia Cavaliers plus four. So sorry. Wish you could have been here watching live if you guys didn't get the opportunity to cash those tickets. Now, over to the opposite side of the screen, my best bets. Right top portion, you see four. My friends, little bass Akron, so we're going to start at the bottom and work our way up. We got the Fordham Rams, plus five and a half. The Akron Zips, plus two and a half. The UNLV Running Rebs, plus one. And the George Washington Colonials, plus three in between us. I am so doggone confident in this six-legger banger that you need to lock it in right here, right now, because I can hear every single doggone odds maker, bookmaker, brick and mortar facility, and virtual book out there moving odds as we speak. Please, six legs, board bender parlay, paying out over 49, almost 50 to 1 odds. ECU Pirates plus five, Creighton Blue Jays plus three, Boston College Eagles plus seven and a half, Maryland Terrapins plus two, the University of California Irvine Anteaters plus one and a half, and the University of California Riverside Highlanders minus one and a half. I see seven straight plays that you will play for your one unit or whatever you can afford to do at this current time, and one special play that you will play for one half unit or whatever you can afford to do at this current time. You need help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's there for a reason, but right here here right now we need you to lock them in hammer them home sprinkle a little bit of dough down whatever you need to say just make sure you get today's ttl crew best bets of the day that are clearly primed for ticket cashing and whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book oh baby Woo! yeah i've got no issues dude only I thing got is, no, uh, no problem there's whatsoever. one YouTube comment to thwart out of there, but uh, other than that, no issues at all. I appreciate you, dude. Uh, uh, not right. you, Halak Shazam. No. Not you. Uh, appreciate you down there, though, partner pal. Keeping an eye on the old uh, comment down there. Appreciate the fuck out of Okay. Uh, oh, oh, get off of there. Um, outside of that, anything else you got left to say about the best bets of the day? Oh, we got to say where we're at. Hmm. I don't know. I like... Damn, that Reese's logo makes me want a Reese's right now. I don't know why. Oh yeah, dude. I ain't had a good Reese's in a hot minute. That sucker looks good. Had some good. Reese's eggs recently. Let's Gotta let's make us bigger now that everybody knows the best bets of the day. I'll make us a little bit bigger in this month. Everybody <laughs> knows UCR's back under there. I see. Ooh, doggone. That's a beautiful court. 
That was a beautiful court. I don't know if it's this year or last year or not, but I know where we are. Um, I have not a clue. I have not a uh, clue. That's at uh, I. It's Thomas and Mack Center. I believe it's UNLV's uh, home court there. Oh, hot damn! Well, thanks, partner pal. Of course, getting, getting us to the pay window. Sunny Las Vegas, dude. I love. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it, dude. You'll. Uh, yeah, we'll be able to. Yeah, we'll easily be able to see that campus. It's pretty damn. I think we're actually pretty damn close to that campus. Okay. If I'm not fucking mistaken. Okay. But what the hell am I talking about? I have no idea. Actually, it's a week away, so we'll probably talk about this in the second half of the show. We got some. We got some news to break. Either way. <laughs> You see other text on the screen. Uh, four short minutes from my first play of the day, kicking off the Fordham Rams plus five and a half. Uh, you see other text, ML Dice Roll, Vatech slash ND. If you're a college fan of any capacity, no matter the sport, you probably know that some in love with the Hokies and the old gold helmets, if you're a football fan of Notre Dame, the old Fighting Irish, my friends, against the old... Where did I... Oh, over here. Never mind. Excuse me. Pardon me. Put the old dice and the tracking book in a new place. Thought I totally lost them. It's okay. They are still here live in prime time. I'm in love with the hokies. Dude, that thing's almost got a thousand views on TikTok. Yeah. Fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, that is dude. fucking around. Uh, uh, hey, am I a TikToker? I don't know. Uh, Virginia Tech Hokies, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Partner pal, can you? All of a sudden, you're gonna next year they're gonna have a home game, and all of a sudden you're just gonna hear your, they're gonna play that song, and then it's gonna be your. <laughs> I'm in love with the hey residuals, Hokies. residuals, residuals, Hokies. residuals. That's what we're about. Hokies. <laughs> okay, without further ado, oh, please, shit. partner pal, could you be so kind as to? Uh, uh, enlighten us as uh, what what the hell is all the details with this uh, matchup here? Alrighty, so we are uh, obviously in the ACC tournament quarterfinals. Uh, quarterfinals here in the ACC tournament. Virginia Tech, the old Hokies, get the buzzer beater win in overtime last night against Clemson. Uh, absolutely electric place. factory. Notre Dame playing their first game of the tournament. They have not played since Saturday. Uh, Virginia Tech, uh, also another team that is firmly supplanted on that, uh, right on the edge of that bubble right there. I believe they are, uh, last I checked, uh, either the first four in or the last four out. Let me double check for us here. They are in the, uh, next four out. Uh, uh, so fifth team out right now. So they, they lose this game. They're toast essentially is what that's saying. Cause that is actually uh, updated after last night's game. But nonetheless, they have actually flipped to a favorite, uh, I believe, since this line opened last night. Notre Dame opened as a one-point favorite, and now Virginia Tech is seen the uh, seen as the one-and-a-half-point favorite. They are getting 35% of bets, but 54% of money for Virginia Tech. I was leaning that way, but uh, this is one partner where it was just a few too many, uh, a few too many experts were all over the uh, the damn Hokies. I'm um, not sure if Notre Dame is going to be well-rested or rusty. I think that's going to be the big case here. But nonetheless, I mentioned uh, Virginia Tech is the minus one-and-a-half favorite. Let me uh, see if I can make sure I can find this game so I can get us a perfect update because I did not have that ready for us. That is my bad. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm struggling here. Let's see. Uh, so it is definitely one and a half. I'm just trying to find the total now. It is uh, 130 and a half still. So that one's been sticking right there at 130 and a half. The total is getting 60% of bets on the under, 79% of money on the under. Uh, Virginia Tech, real slow pace. So uh, I don't know if that's too good to be true or not, but uh, under could be a look there. But I do not have a clue, my friend. We let the dice decide. Yo, you got your, you're you're muted over there, guy. 
fuck, bro. I'm a dumb. I'm a dummy, bro. I looked I'm away sorry. thinking you were trying to build I'm some so fanfare sorry. or something. I'm so, and then I'm I'm so sorry. I, I had a, I, 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 yeah. What I was saying is I had, a, sorry, I was adjusting some shit and I didn't want to just fucking be banging around in your fucking guys' ear the whole time. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. Fuck. What I said was, <laughs> what I said was, uh, the Virginia Tech Hokies, uh, this seems like a setup spot for them. It seems like they're a little bit overvalued. It seems like it's a more severe monetary liability than uh, an expert spot here. So, I don't know. Call me crazy. Whatever you want to do. I'm not making a play out of this one. It's time for the Moneyline Dice to do their thing. So, de facto away team, Virginia Tech Hokies, or de facto home team, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I have no idea. Neither does Mags. We haven't a clue, but I ensure you we all find out in three, in two, in one. Home team! Okay. Irish is the de facto home team, yeah. Yes, sir. That is correct. Money line or ATS? Will we be getting the point and a half backing? Or is this a plus money poly partner or is it uh, at minus odds? Uh, plus 105, Notre Dame money line. Will we be getting a plus money poly ticket or are we getting a little bit of a point and a half backing? I don't know, neither does Mags, but I ensure you we all find out in three, in two, in one. Money line! Money line, Notre Dame money line, okay. Money line. Unofficially, Notre Dame money line. Wild card roll. Will the die be doubling down? Will they need a re-rake and reshake, Or will they be going to the total and say, boys, we know we've been jacking around to start this week off. Thursday and Friday will be differently. Let's give you two tech- tickets to make it straight to the pay window. I don't know. I promise you, Max hasn't an idea, but I know one cubicle object that does, and it's in my hand, and we all find out its opinion in three, in two. In one. Away money line. Ah, damn you, Dice. Away money line, money, money line. Fucking one and five on the week, so they got to take some uh, just oh, extra no. stroll across the damn screen so they can keep themselves in the spotlight, Fuck. you know? Hold on. I'll be right back. These fuckers, man. I t- oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. i tell you what. These doggone Dice are cruising for a bruise, and that's what they're doing. Shoot, man. Uh, Virginia Tech, four out of the last five straight oh, up shit. against the old Irish. Oh. So, uh, I don't know. I, don't I know couldn't hear it. Doggone thing you were saying. So. I said Virginia Tech, four out of the last five straight up in this matchup. So, I, I don't know, dude. All right. Well, here we go. Re rake and reshake. Showtime. Excuse me. Home. Money line. Over. Over. <laughs> All right. Same. Okay. Fuck that under and all that monetary liability. Home money line <laughs> okay, and nice. the over. Okay, Dice. It's been one of those weeks so far, Dice. Max. Huh? Care to keep the body guessing? Would you like to take it away? The freaking dice have spoken! If you want to guarantee take two tickets to the damn window at about 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, take the Notre Dame Fighting Irish on the money line and the freaking uh, over 130 and a half. Shout out, dude. That was fun. Bang. Makes you feel, makes you feel alive, don't good. it? I like that a lot. Thank you, Dice. 
Thank you, Dice. <laughs> Makes you feel alive. Hey, you know, it took me a second to realize exactly what you're doing because you do some uh, some funky ass <laughs> shit right there a lot of the time. So, uh, and then I had to do my own little, uh, uh, you know, build up the fanfare. So uh, that, that was electric, dude. That was fun. Makes you feel alive. I'm telling you, uh, Notre Dame money line over 130 and a half officially. Partner, appreciate you. The Dice have spoken. Okay, there we go. There we have it. Mailand Dash roll of the day. Uh, hey, my, my, you know, my neighbors aren't uh, 11 a.m. Uh, sleepers on a on a Wednesday, Thursday uh, Thursday morning, so I think I've, yeah. I've got a little more leeway as far yeah, as yeah, 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 probably, our neighbors probably, here. Probably, like, probably, back I would the say damn so. Wall here. I would probably say so. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's see, let's see what's going on over here. Oh, we haven't tipped yet. A little bit of a, a little bit of a late tip. The boys are still stretching out. Oh, we got a USA game too. Big fan of that. Big fan when my bets are on USA. Don't know why. But for yeah. some reason, that that network gives me some good okay. juju. I, man, there's, there's a lot of things that I didn't know about my plays today that uh, you informed me of, that I'm finding <laughs> about of now, that I simply just did, just for the sheer fuck of it. And uh, now here they are. So, there you go. There you have it. Uh, well, I don't think. Yeah. Let's let the train fall off the tracks. Partner. What's been burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out the kind folks to join us on episode number 241 of the Talking Line podcast on this absolutely gorgeous March the 10th, 2022. All right, dude, we've already teased it. This is uh, Music Trivia Thursday, oh, not yeah. Monday, Music Trivia Thursday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, so, yeah, uh, pretty simple. Just got some straight up trivia for you. Uh, as opposed to the last few weeks, just some uh, oh, hard hitting yeah. questions, a little fun facts, uh, testing your knowledge here. Okay, are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, for hey, is the Pope Catholic? I think so. Oh, last time I checked, he was. Okay, okay. strap in. Uh, only got seven for you. We'll keep it moving. We got a lot of action today. A lot of you got Show. other shows to be on, so Show. we'll keep it moving. Show. First one up. Uh, don't expect you to know this, but a little fun fact: Van Halen, apparently famously, Van Halen, apparent, uh, famously banned. What color M&Ms from their, this says rider, I imagine that's bus, wherever they're transporting. So Van so. Halen famously banned a certain color of M&Ms. What is the color? Blue. Brown. Ah. Huh. huh. No backstory my, behind my it. Uh, apparently it was famous, though. They famously brown. said what fuck the these f- brown what? M&Ms. I don't know. What the fuck's wrong with brown? I feel like it's extra chocolatey. That's kind of what I think. Maybe I think it's that's just... in the back of your head, though. Oh, for sure. I think they're all the same. I think yeah, they're, they're kind all of the same, same for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No question. <laughs> uh, also, don't expect you to know this one, but this is a fun fact that I didn't know. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants theme for the movie, SpongeBob SquarePants theme movie, was sung by who? You're not going to guess it, but she, uh, he was a skater boy. I said, see you later, boy. Avril Lavigne? <laughs> yeah. Avril Lavigne me? apparently sang the SpongeBob SquarePants theme song for the uh, SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Really? I didn't know that. It's been I had no probably idea. Fifteen years since I've seen the movie, but oh, uh, yeah, dude, I was time. a die. I, Riding on the back of David Hasselhoff, that was a dude. I was a die-hard SpongeBob fan when I was a uh, when I was a youngster, dude. I uh, you and me both. <laughs> we it was like with the first. I was I don't know how old I was, but it was like we got Directv, and like the first thing I did was like memorize the SpongeBob schedule, and I it, oh, it was weird. Period. Man. It was weird. Period. But, I was uh, also Bear in the Big Blue House. Big fan of that guy. Okay. Okay. Uh, big fan of Johnny Bravo for sure. Johnny Bravo was always yeah, on the yeah. list. Um, I don't know. I liked a lot, oh, I liked a lot of Cartoon Network shit. 
<clears throat> Tell okay. the truth. I was a big Nickelodeon guy. Uh, SpongeBob for sure. All right. Uh, not sure if you know this one. Interested to hear if you're uh, a fan of this restaurant chain. What Rolling Stones song title is also a restaurant chain? This is a tough one. Ruby Tuesday. You a big fan of Ruby Tuesday? Oh, Ruby Tuesday, Ruby Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, I like Ruby Tuesdays, man. It's just over fucking priced, I think. I don't yeah. know. I just it was it was. I think it's just overpriced. We used to go there. Did. We had one in Rockford. We had one, uh, and I think it went out you know of business. What? You know what Rockford is? Rockford is very fucking similar to Decatur. I tell you, like I think it, just a- it, it it is it is one in the same. They are one in the same, dude. Like, I mean, it is, it's the same fucking shit. It's so funny. Like, we talk, like, Monocles. You guys had a fucking Monocles. Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. We had a Ruby Tuesdays, and then it shut down. Like, like the exact yeah. same shit. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like just the northern version, and Decatur is my southern version. Like, it's all it is. I think I swear it's like the same size. Like, I, just, com- never I think the commercial there. aspect of it, for sure. Uh, Rockford's like 100,000 people, though. I think it's bigger. Yeah, I definitely think. Eh, okay. Eh, go ahead. I'll look that up. I don't know, though, but I'll see. I'll see how I don't know bigger. about Decatur. I know Rockford's yeah. like right around 100,000. But uh, for sure. I would say, like, because Rockford's like the very cliche, like, you got your Walmarts, your Targets, your Ruby Tuesdays. 70,500. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was smaller than that. If I'm being yeah, honest, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk. Right. I didn't want to talk out of my face. No, it, sure. Decatur's not, but fucking like like Bethany, right? Where I'm from, that's fucking yeah. fucking thirteen hundred people. Probably probably like nine hundred people, bro. I don't know hardly like maybe a handful of people that stayed around after college and shit. I mean, still some right. people did, but. Yeah, I, oh boy. I, yeah, I you got see. a lot more of those like small, small, small towns, which we had, but we had a lot more of those like like my hometown of Belvedere, like 20,000 people, you know what I mean? A lot more of those around there too. But last, anyways, Ruby last Tuesday. Last census seems- in 2019 uh, where I grew up, Bethany, 1,251. The whole <laughs> fucking go. town. That was 2019. Yeah, there's certain pockets of Illinois that, uh, yeah, you can get some. Uh, Graduated uh, yeah. with 32 kids in my class. <laughs> a far cry from bumblefuck nowhere. Carry on, yeah. good sir. Uh, all right. What artist recorded two of their best-selling albums while behind bars in jail? Kodak Black. No, no, no. Older, 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 older. older. Oh. Oh. I don't know. This is just this. Is, this is a hard week. It's a hard week. It is a hard week. You should be if you think about or this. Did you just like all oldies people? Did you just like do all oldies singers in songs and questions? Not all of them. I got some newer ones coming up. There it was a tougher week. It was a tougher week. I, don't know. I have no idea. Uh, come on, like think fifties, sixties, like kind of a country rocky. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Maybe. Yes. Yes. There you go. The Man in Black. Yes, sir. I haven't listened to it's been a while since I've listened to yeah, Johnny Cash, Cash too. I think man. I, I, that I feel like that's that's one artist, and there's probably a lot of them that the uh, new generations need to just be forced, just force feed them these these artists so that they don't. Country die, music you know in I mean? general, bro. Country music is dying, and it's not. I don't like that. I don't like or at that least at changing all. too much. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm not a huge fan. Well, of, not, or not right, really. I don't country, know. But. Like shout out my boy Sammy, Sammy Ariaga, man. He was jamming oh, sure. shit the other <laughs> night. I. 
I've been to Nashville once, and it was like not too long after my 21st birthday, and there's a ton of live music there, and a lot of them play there's any type Maybe of country style you can find, right? Turn the lights right. down low. But there was one we, we went to in like the daytime for lunch or something like that. And, slow. and they're like, oh, let's get some requests, unless it's like any of this new age bullshit, Luke, Brian, this and that, because uh, we don't like them, and we ain't going to do it. We don't like them. <laughs> we don't yeah, like them. I'm, I'm all it. about And then everyone's like, sure. everyone's like in their 20s, and like, well, if it ain't that stuff, then I don't know what to tell you. I don't you know there, what pal. it is. I, I don't know what it's actually called. I don't know any yeah. of that music. Right. Who's Waylon Jennings? What the who That's is the way that? You said Who's it, George Strait? Like and we ain't gonna play. Who's George Strait? <laughs> I love that. I love All right. it. All right, what do you got? All right. What do you got? Uh, the uh, yeah, this one's a newer one. I I, I know you're not a. I, I don't know how big of a fan you are, but uh, the uh, the female artist Lizzo. What instrument does she play and is a master of, dude? Piano? No, dude, she wails on the flute, dude. Does she? Oh, dude, she fucking crushes the flute. Mm. Yeah. Fun fact for you. I, I, fun fact. You know. I don't, oh, I don't know. I'm not whales a big Lizzo flute, fan. Dude. I'm not a big Lizzo fan. I get she that, and I'm not stuff. the biggest. She says no, I'm stuff, not the biggest fan stuff, there just, too. But uh, I don't like I, that I'm a fan of. Uh, I'm a fan of artists that can wail on uh, just a random instrument. Random like shit, that, for think. sure. For yeah. sure. I've never heard her play the flute, so honestly, that's kind of a little unneeded shade. She fucking wails on it. Uh, which bar? I know you're not a Marvel movie guy, but uh, which Marvel movie soundtrack won two Grammys? Black Panther. Yes, Black Panther. There you go. Let's go. The, the one that they definitely put the most emphasis on uh, getting a nice movie soundtrack. Oh, that one. Nice. Sorry. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's gonna <laughs> blow right in your fucking face. Real quick. All right, dude. Uh, last one. I like this question. I really like this question. Last one. What smells are described in the song "Don't Stop Believing"? Wine and cheap perfume. Yes, sir. You had to pick that up. What the fuck does he mean by that? That smell of wine and cheap perfume. The smell of wine and cheap perfume. I was like, I, for I like a smile they could share the night, it goes on and on and on and on. Strangers dancing. Oh, oh. Up and down the boulevard, there's shadows. Speaking of middle school dances, dude, from, was it this week we were talking about that? Or last week? Maybe it was last week's uh, maybe maybe music, last week. music trivia. Either way, yeah, that was week. one that always came on and you know you oh, would dude. vibe to. You would always yeah. vibe to that one. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that that one, I mean, get it's low, not dude. that song's Get amazing, low, get low, get low, get oh, low, to the yeah, window. And then they switched to Don't Stop Believing. To the wall, yeah. <laughs> to the wall, to the sweat drop down my ball. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> like, what were the lines? Because, like. To the sweat drop down my balls, all these bitches oh. crawl. Oh, uh, ski, 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 ski. Like, it was just like, <laughs> it was just like on repeat. And that's what we listened to when we were 12 years old. <laughs> no wonder our fucking generation is so <laughs> fucking stupid. No uh, wonder they're all fucking broken. Oh, well, I, we gosh. said it last week, and I was like, I always remember being like, why the hell are these like teachers and whatnot being all, all, all like <laughs> bogus about this? They should have been way more. They should have been way they more bogus about been. it, dude. They should like what? every generation says that though, because like think about us, dude. Like we look at like what's coming out now, and like I know we've had side conversations too. Like <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, what the fuck is it? Like like bro, okay, our 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 buddy who will not be named, I won't name him in this spot. Uh, totally different. Everybody we never talked to before, but he's a teacher. Um, and he <laughs> says, dude, the fucking kids are broken. The kids are broken, bro. Like in some situations, it's just like, so 
I, I attribute it to just like every generation has that exact same fucking thing, but it's just oh, so yeah. funny how like yeah. how like ours was the gangster rap fucking grinding. <laughs> let's have well, I guess the seventies and eighties was like let's have sex out in the open everywhere. Sex rap was more like let's just have sex with a bunch of bitches at the same time. <laughs> But also, it was you'd be like us who had never lived time. any, never experienced any of, the, any of this stuff, and it would I be think, like that, or, or talking about shooting up, you know, shooting yeah, up street corners, I and think, we're just twelve I years old. My, like, fuck yeah. I think my family, like, they did, to build on your point right there, I think my family knew they had lost me when I was fucking sucked to the screen. Watching BET singing every word to Riding Dirty by Chameleon Air. Just, they see me rolling. They hate it. Just fucking 12 years old, vibing like a motherfucker or some Riding Dirty. And here's Chameleon Air's just fucking iced out. Bro, I wanted to grill so bad when I was a little kid. Like, I still, like, like I still rock. For, like, I like jewelry, but, like, regardless. Like, I, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm a little more cultured than the average white i would say <laughs> i would put it out there if that's how you would put it but dude freaking chameleon with a bunch of big booty bitches just all over the place i mean oh my gosh dude i just i couldn't imagine what my grand because like my grandparents that first saw that they were oh boy very 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 let's say uh not fucking with that shit <laughs> And here I am watching Riding Dirty by Chameleonaire on the yeah. living room TV, yeah. just vibing. Like, what the fuck is that? What is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was man. a time. It was a time, dude. It was a time. But hey, me, teen drinking is very bad. <laughs> Yo, I got a fake ID, though. I oh. mean, whoa. Oh, I, I was I was about to blow our minds. Texas A and M started off at a sixteen to zero run on the Florida Gators, and now it is nineteen to ten. So they thwarted that run. But goodness gracious, okay. Well, Indiana Indiana Hoosiers got some work to do, man. I, hopefully, like what I said, as far as uh, I didn't take the first half action. Hopefully, it's flipping around and they wake up in the second half down by ten. Down we by got 10 a sweatacular affair, and it looks like, as I predicted, the Fordham Rams defense is going to be uh, the key in this game if they can keep those turnovers. It looks like they already got two turnovers early on in the game, tied four to four. So, eighteen about only about two minutes. So yeah, we we're looking good. We're looking good here, boy. Yo, um, chips just keeping pace with Toledo, dude. That's really? gonna be a end of the second. Forty-five, forty-five. Twelve minutes left. Forty-seven, wow. forty-five now. Yeah, man. Wow. Okay, so much. How wild would that be if the chips took the Mac? Dude, I'll lose my mind. I'll lose my mind. I think Akron's going to burn Beefalo here in, in about an hour, so I think that ain't going to be no problem whatsoever. Um, let's see. What, uh, okay, that would music trivia Thursday. Um, appreciate you, partner. Some good ones in there. Uh, stuff we can all stick uh, feathers in our cap. What else, what else you got over on your side of the screen over there, dude? Well, I, I had not uh, planned on giving you a uh, little, or I mean, I wasn't planning on stopping you from taking a crypto corner, but uh, our oh, good no, friend no. Jeff Passan, who apparently is uh, looking for side hobbies during his uh, time of, <laughs> of of no baseball, has changed his his name to Jeff.eth with a uh, nice little <laughs> NFT collection. Let me see it. Uh, I gotta to look. See. I gotta see what it is because I'll probably. I just. I, he's one of my like frequent notifications right now, especially with because uh, he's like the main guy updating what's going on with baseball. And I saw this this random uh, uh, just a uh, profile picture that I'd never seen before. I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Jeff Passan getting into the uh, NFT game. Maybe he had already. Skull Tunes. He bought into Skull Tunes. NFT enthusiast. Stop it, Jet. Stop it, Jet. Since when? <laughs> He's into Azuki too. Since when? 
when, since when has fucking Jet passing been into fucking NFTs? Welcome to the party, Jet. Since Welcome to the party, night, buddy. <laughs> hey, speaking of, I was going to show off a, a new NFT. It was time I for Colt's it, Crypto Corner. That's electric. That's, fucking That's electric. hilarious. Dude. That is electric. Hey, this got gifted to me, man, and I couldn't just help but to to show this off because I, I, I am such a lover of art, and that was one of the other key reasons why I got into... Um, NFTs, and that's kind of what kept me around too, um, was some of this crazy art. But there's this art going around right now. It's called AI art, and it literally, I can't think of the, I, I tried to figure it out, and I couldn't figure this shit out for the life of me on this website. There's people that are a lot smarter than me in this space, but basically, you type. Oh, my bad. Run dirty. Sorry. Run <laughs> dirty. I'll recognize that fucking beat drop anywhere. Well, I, I don't boy. think so. I, I was just trying to do some more digging on old jet over here to see when if oh, there was like something um, in there. Either way. Thing I clicked on and I clicked okay, on. never mind. Either way, uh, got this gifted to me last night um, by my man at West for Crypto, uh, Dark West, my fucking guy in, uh, in, in the Ether Brews and the crypto space. Um, I, I just got to show this off because, like I said, I just – I love art, and I know a lot of people love art too. And this AI art, basically you type in some shit, and the more you type in, the more detailed it becomes. And this is what this fucking computer I'm, – I'm getting stuck over here looking at it. This is what this computer came up with. Festive Tornado is what this bad boy is entitled. I mean, good grief. Like, how do you just not get lost in that nonsense? I mean, that is just, that is too much. That's almost too much, dude. That's almost too fucking much. I mean, look at the detail. And a computer did that. Like, a computer did that shit, dude. Like, that is so fucking sick. Like, how sick is that? That looks fucking solid, dude. I mean, that's so, so fucking sick. So, you know, I always like to uh, shout out the homies. That is a, uh, that is a, an NFT. So, that is a... Uh, living on the blockchain but obviously i have the uh full rendering of it as well so dude i love me some nfts love me some shit now apparently jet passing is uh the next the next big thing huh i mean now jeff jeff is uh trending uh i mean he might have gotten hacked i actually he might be pat mcafee's most recent tweet is hello people it is oh my god jeff passing has been hacked thursday so i don't know we got some nonsense going on out here dude i don't know i don't think he's been i don't know maybe maybe has, i don't know but i don't think he would be hacked Oh, shit. Casey just tweeted uh, this guy we follow. Shout out Casey J. Uh, Jeff Passan, MLB, locked out handshake. That that emoji they fought. Oh, shit. Damn, he must have gotten hacked. Either that or it's something. I mean, it wouldn't. It would not surprise me if Jet is himself like scheming up this whole thing to you know. I, I mean know. that that too. But also, this Either is way. very intriguing. This is very, 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 very intriguing. Huh? What do you know about that? Well, um, what the hell else is going on? I mean, speaking of fucking MLB, they ain't figuring their shit out. That's uh, no, that's we're worried about sure. other things. We agreed to uh, increase the size of the uh, bases. We didn't talk about that yesterday. Did you see that they like increased the size of, of each individual base? I just don't even care to talk about this bullshit. No, like, dude. And like, everyone I think has started to come to that agreement what? of like, I, I just just let us know when they figure what? it out, man. Seriously, just let what us know. What is that? What is that? We're arguing about bases and like. Um, how long in between innings, uh, like, like it's just so much stupid shit. There's just so much little stupid shit. And like, I get it with how much money is on the, not really though. Like not really uh, though. 
I mean, I get trying to figure out what makes sense as far as those minor, minor rules, but that shouldn't be keeping us from figuring out. Shut and there's up a and lot play more ball. that's keeping them. It's a lot more than keep, but just these owners are, I mean, now they're bringing it's up annoying. bigger issues again that weren't an issue a couple of weeks ago as far as like the international draft, at least to this level, man. And it, yeah, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Just let me know when they got fucking yeah. baseball coming back. Seriously. Let me know when I can watch four steamers, screwballs, knuckleballs, curveballs, change ups, everything in between. Let me know when I can watch that shit and uh, straight. Humdingers. When I can watch that again, let me know. I don't care about MLB until then because this shit's getting stupid and it's just a waste of breath that I'm going to want back on my deathbed. So, there's my humble opinion. Uh, any other late breaking news? I couldn't really find anything, dude. And I mean, I, 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 I beat the horse on the old, um, I beat the horse on the old dog on NFTs and cryptos. Oh, yeah. And uh, you guys want to know, just hop on a damn space with me. I'm always talking. Uh, we Carson Wentz news yesterday after Holy the show. Holy shit! Carson Wentz to the Woo! old uh the, to the, the old commies. We are commanders. <laughs> bum ba dum bum 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 bum. Uh, yeah. Apparently, the Washington Commanders uh had their sights, and I tweeted out yesterday. Nobody seemed to like it. What about Taylor Bud Lydicky? Is he just getting kicked to the fucking street? Does nobody like Taylor Bud Lydicky? Because I'm a big fan of him. I, apparently Heineken isn't, but Bud Light is, and I'm a big fan of Taylor Bud Lightkey. So now they're just gonna bring Carson Wentz in, and he's a, what, what, what? He's gonna have a career resurgence in Washington? I don't know, man. I'm usually a positive know. guy, but that's something. That's no good. That's no good. I don't know. It's weird, do, man. If he couldn't do it with a fucking re- reunition with re- reunited, was that reunition? Is that the right word? Reunition. That's a word. I Re- know what you're trying to say, but I don't. Reuniting think that's a word. of. With Frank Reich, either way, who the fuck knows whatever word that is. Reunition, I like it. I reunition, like I don't think, I don't think reunition with Frank Reich. Reunition, no. I don't think it's a word, but I like it. We should make Reuniting it with Frank Reich, either damn way. If that didn't work. Write it down, Webster's, what's up? Webster's Dictionary, shout out Webster's. Uh, no, seriously though. I don't know, that doesn't make sense to me. And, and, and I just, they had, I don't know, you give another, you give Bud Lydicke another year as the starting QB of that team with the chemistry he was starting to find with Terry McScorin, uh, with Curtis Samuel finally getting healthy, uh, Antonio Gibson had an off year. I'm going to attribute that to a sophomore slump, to tell you the truth. I think he comes back in year three and he has a fucking bomb of a year. They still have J.D. McKissick that you ain't got to worry about in that regard. Um, I mean, dude, they got a stacked team. They got a stacked team. And that defense, that defense is only going to be solider. solider. Uh, who knows? We saw... Well, fuck me, man. Uh, we saw we saw T.J. Watt after the t- torn ACL. He comes back and wins Defensive Player of the Year. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? So Chase who knows Young, what yeah. Chase Young does? Um, I, I, I don't know. I like the Commanders. I just don't like the Wentz ad. I just don't. I think it hurts them, to tell you the truth. I love Wentz as a human being, but I think it hurts them. It's not, He's not their type of quarterback. I don't know. I... I think it's an upgrade. I do. Maybe like razor thin upgrade, but I think they paid too much for him as far as trade, like giving up what they, they gave so then up. So technically it's not an upgrade in that. that right. That oh, for sure. Then. Yeah. Like, so essentially, I don't like the move either shit. is essentially what I'm saying. I, yeah. If they had been able to pick him off for, or pick him up for absolutely nothing, then I think it would have been a, a, a fair move. But mm. he's just a bad decision maker, man. I think this will probably be the, this, this, this should be the best receiving core that he'll ever have. And so this will probably be the last chance to like that excuse at least will be when he starts to be continues to be Carson Wentz, then we can't, Nobody can use that excuse anymore is essentially yeah, what I'm trying so. to say. I guess so. Because um, when the play breaks down, he, he's just a terrible decision maker, and I think that's going to continue to happen. I don't know. I Personally, I th- I like Taylor Bud Light to keep it. I, I think he's kind of capped out, capped himself out, and I think they at least want to try something else. I feel like if you're going for a 17-game season with Taylor— I don't know. I think, I think he just got fucked with some wins. injuries. 
I think he just got fucked with injuries and Maybe. shit. I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like I feel like you give him another year of development. I mean, shit, he wasn't even supposed to be a starter, bro. That's fair. He was a, That's he was a third stringer, yeah, bro. Not, I don't he wasn't even supposed to start. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't I really either. I don't me. really either. But it's nice to it's nice to have uh, different opinions and talk about shit. Kind Surround yourself a- in life with people <laughs> who are smart and will argue with you, my friends. Excited to have that. him in the same division as the as the old uh, Philly Eagles, though. That's going to be electric. Oh boy, who who's, who knows? Russ, Russ, uh, it, there's there's so much going on. There's so much going on right now, and it's not even the damn the, the fucking offseason not even started yet. We got three days before that shit even starts. See, the new league year. Not to go down another rabbit hole, but you see what we've talked about yesterday as far as the NFL stealing spotlight away from March Madness. I don't like it. We talked. We talked about it. Well, there's a reason why I'm bringing this up. We talked about the NBA stealing away the spotlight from fucking Super Bowl week with their trade deadline and how the MLB needs to figure out a way to do some of this shit. They're getting the opposite. They're getting bad press. You say no good press or no press is, is or uh, there's press. no bad press. This is bad press, man. This is really bad press. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> give me new leaders in the MLB, man. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'm it's not bad. a big fan. I'm not a big fan of it whatsoever. Um, Well, there you go. There you have it. 28 minutes. Uh, we're going to get on up and get on out of here. Uh, a couple of key announcements here before we do in the motivation minutes, obviously. But i uh, got to be on Jeff Dawson's show at 1 o'clock, and we got some editing, yes, editing and some other stuff to do. So a um, couple of key things. Obviously, yeah, I'll be on there at uh, 1 p.m. You can catch me on the Midday Market Report presented by East Coast Sports Investors. Uh, follow them at EC Sports Invest or East Coast Sports Investors on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, East Coast Sports Investors on uh, on uh, the, the World Wide Web, I guess, EastCoastSportsInvestors.com. Uh, you can catch Riley on there tomorrow, 9 a.m. Central. He's going to be uh, doing the morning gig because he's got uh, some shit to do this weekend and uh, off the map. Speaking of this weekend, we won't have Cup of Joe on campus because there uh, is not a very big slate, and Mags is also going to be off the map doing a little bit of uh, best man duties, if you will. So uh, we'll cancel that out. We'll uh, let you guys know uh, as far as, oh, what the hell, we might as well talk about it right now real quick. Uh, but before we do, if you didn't check it out, Wise Words Season 3, Episode 2, dropped yesterday on YouTube. It's available on all major podcast directories as well, featuring the legendary Mr. Cam Rogers. Uh, big brain human being, much bigger brain than I, and uh, can talk circles around the both of us when it comes to the world of golf. So shout out, Cam. We appreciate the hell out of you, and uh, absolutely electric show. Go and check that out. Uh, season 3, Episode 2, our second Volume 2 installment. But, 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 we got to talk about some shit real quick, partner. It's exactly a week from today. In about an hour from now, nay, 45 minutes from now, we are wheels up and straight to the fucking hole in the desert. You might say, what the fuck does that even mean, Colt? Well, guess what? Partner, pal, kids, everybody far and wide. If you didn't know, the TTL crew is going to be live in prime time from the Sin City for opening week of March Madness. That's right, my friends. We've been kind of teasing it. We've been talking about it left and right. Uh, but we are going to be flying out there next Thursday, the 17th. Uh, so, no, we're not going to have a show in the morning because uh, we take off right around this time. So, uh, no show in that regard. And then um, we will have some stuff Friday and Saturday. Uh, probably not Cup of Joe on campus or the TTL pod. Um, maybe some live content. Maybe some shit left, right, and center. We don't know exactly what we're going to do, but stay tuned. Uh, we still got a week, like I said, a week ahead. But uh, we're going to be out there for the entire weekend, coming back on Sunday. So, Look forward to loads of good content, loads of wild shit, loads of uh, uh, nonsense. We're out there. We're just uh, bumping elbows and having a great time. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. And uh, 
No, no, not at all. And uh, stay tuned for any updates that uh, that uh, might come out from here. Mag's first trip ever, so I uh, can't wait to uh, slide him on out there. And your boy's been out there a while, no, like the back of my hand. So can't wait to uh, be back at home, if you will. Smell some of that desert air. Get some of that fucking 75, 80 degrees. Oh, stop, dude. I got a on Saturday. Oh. They're out there shivering their nipples off, and I'm out there, bro. I'm going to be in shorts and a fucking tank top. Like, that is money. Money. They don't understand. We've been living in 20. You give me a 60. We've been living in 20. Oh, that's what I'm saying, bro. If it's if it's a consistent 60 out there, I might as well just. on that Saturday, bro. I might as well bring on fucking tank tops. What am I doing? We might even time this back out to where when we get back, it's actually going to start heating up here, hopefully. Cross your fingers. I don't Whoa, know. Whoa. Uh, that'd be cool. Cross your fingers. That'd, that'd be, be cool. really cool. But I, know, I yeah, March, it's probably still going to be fucking probably snow not. on the ground. I don't know why. It's not fun. Not fun at all whatsoever. But there you go. There you have it, my friends. Uh, we will be out in the fabulous Las Vegas, uh, the opening weekend of the March Madness tournament. So. Live from the books, live from your favorite uh, casinos or ones that maybe you've only heard on on a big screen. Um, you know we're going to bring it to you the only way that the TTL crew can. We ain't no fucking suits. We ain't no uh, on that buttoned up bullshit. We're going to have a fucking blast. And, and well, I can't I can't wait to deliver some of this content to you because it's going to be it's going to be the same exact shit. Yeah. It ain't going to be none of this fugazi nonsense. Have a uh, legitimate background behind. Yeah, us, so this I mean, it's going to be I mean, so fun as shit. Just you wait, guys. So stay tuned. We'll, uh, we'll be giving you updates as shit rolls out. So there you go. Officially, TTL crew live from Vegas, first weekend of March Madness. Um, outside of that, additional content, Mag's golf blog uh, dropped yesterday. The old Players' Championship uh, teed off 5.45 a.m. If you didn't watch Wise Words, uh, you missed us and Cam telling you that it was going to be a soggy Players' Championship this year. Uh, so if you weren't anticipating that, tough titty, you should have signed up and uh, listened to the old Wise Words podcast. But uh, I know I've been doing the college basketball report lately. I've uh, been kind of explaining that with uh, the um, – the slate's starting earlier on in the day, and yeah. I mean, but we talk about half the damn fucking games anyway. Right. So obviously, I don't have it on Thursdays anyway. Doing the midday market reports, so you won't see that either. Um, all that being said, I'm gonna start and finish my UFC blog today, so it'll be available for uh, subscribers only tomorrow. Subscribe talkingtheline.com. Uh, you can see right on our homepage where you can subscribe. I'll drop that on Friday night, subscribers only, and then Saturday morning to everybody on uh, the interweb. And then outside of that, uh, if I missed anything, you're looking for best bets, uh, stop by our website, talkingtheline.com. There's a dedicated tab for every single one of our shows as well as our best bets. Um, the additional tracking uh, apps and various uh, partners we utilize for that, our various real-world partners and stuff like that, our various web partners. Everything is right there, even the story of how TTL got started. So stop by talkingtheline.com. You'll find it all in one location. Uh, outside of that, before I dish out some motivation minutes that I'm actually really looking forward to here, partner. Um, anything else you got, good sir? Uh, nothing crazy. Just a handful of games off and rolling. Uh, Central Michigan down six now, seven minutes left. Indiana's got some work to do for me. Uh, good thing I didn't take the first half action, but uh, hopefully that turns sure. out how I envisioned it if I would have taken the first half like this and then they come back and win. But anyways, uh, Duke only up by three on Syracuse. Nobody Bayheim uh, after the suspension. Uh, Butler and Providence tied first half. Florida down eight, first half to Texas A&M. Your Fordham Rams up two, first half. 13-11, low-scoring affair, six minutes left. And TCU Texas just tipped off 0-0, my friend. Defense, 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 defense. 
I don't know. I don't know shit about fuck about college basketball, actually. I have no clue what I'm talking about. So uh, there we go. There we have it. Uh, I think your who's going to make that nice comeback in the second half. That'll be uh, a little sweaty affair towards the end. I think that's the way it's going to shake out. It's the way those uh, type of splits have been shaking out here towards yeah. the end of the year. So strap in, partner. You're about to uh, have a sweaty ticket casher here towards the end. But or anybody that backed him. I backed you as well. So there you go. There you have it. Um, outside of that, that's all we got uh, besides my motivation minutes. So my friends, with just a little bit of slow down a little bit of thoughtfulness we will quickly get through my motivation minutes of the day so if you read the description i wanted to it said uh i was going to share some perspective or i'm sharing some perspective on uh taking risks in your life and i can't take all the credit for this i'm obviously going to go down some rabbit holes or some shit but I, i heard some shit last night that that completely blew my mind and i was just like damn okay for sure that yep uh huh for sure I don't even know who I was listening to. It was some random. It was some random video, and it was a, a a voice in the back. Like you know how they have videos on Instagram, like the random video, and then like the 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 audio of it is like some guy talking, like might be Joe Rogan doing something or some fucking somebody famous, some motivational shit, whatever. I didn't know who the hell it was, but they were talking about taking risks in your life, and they said it's all a risk. Everything is a risk. The moment you were born, no, no. Being born was a risk. You popping headfirst out of your mom was a risk. You surviving that. You surviving day-to-day, moment-to-moment, second-to-second is a risk. Everything about life is a risk. And he also said something to this extent, not in this exact same way, but you think it's expensive to chase a dream or passion? You think it's expensive to... To, to, to stop following the crowd and, and, and doing the corporate job and the 9 to 5 and everything, you think it's expensive to do that? Wait till they send you the bill for just sitting still. Wait till they send you the bill for just sitting still and not going anywhere. Because I'm telling you, my friends, I heard this from Jordan Belfort. We all know who that is, the legendary Wolf of Wall Street. He says, I'm telling you, when you're old and gray, he says, much like I am almost, he says, uh, when, I, when you're old and gray... Do not be the person that looks back and, and and did the woulda, coulda, shoulda, and ah, I wish I would have done that. Because when you look back on your life and you realize the times that you were spectacular, when you were extraordinary, when you were the top of your top on your game, is the moments that you felt the most alive and the moments that you lived the most. And the moments that you, or the times that you allow those moments to pass up, it's just going to be that shoulda, coulda, woulda. And that is never a good feeling. Ever, 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 ever a good feeling. And it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter if you're 15 years old or 55 years old. It is never too late to chase a dream, to chase a passion. Um, because, again, you think it's expensive to do that. Wait until they slip you the bill at the end of uh, dinner. And you just decided to sit there still while everybody else was up moving and shaking around. So there's that. And I also saw this last night. Um when it when uh, I was kind of I was kind of formulating some of the thought behind this and it was so funny I got a notification that said this and I said well holy shit if this isn't tomorrow's motivation minutes I don't know what is and when you're taking these risks right you're going down the path I always talk about you're trying to smash through those obstacles you're trying to get to those future gifts while staying attentive to the current gift the present moment that's why it's called the present right it said don't settle for less just because it's there And in these risky moments, 
it's going to be very easy to not maybe pull the plug isn't the right word for it but when somebody dangles a little carrot out there to you see that carrot and be a bright-eyed bushy-tailed smiling bunny rabbit and run after that son of a bitch and sometimes my friends Maybe that carrot is a little bit smaller than you realize, and it was pretty far off in the distance, and you eat through that carrot a lot faster than you realized, and it was caca in the first place. I think you can put together that metaphor (laughs) yourself, but just because you're in a hallway, just because shit doesn't feel right, just because there's a little bit of tension in the risk you're taking, remember this whole life is risk, so what the hell is risk even? Don't settle for less just because it's there know your worth know who you are and whose you are and what you were put on this earth for and that is to make a difference that is to make a a, a, a passion a reality a dream a reality that is to find something that gets you out of bed every single day and chase after that thing like you are trying to cure cancer and you might say ah colt it's not possible ah you can't really do that ah you're just saying I see two guys on your screen that are doing it right here, right now in prime time. So all I'm telling you is this whole life is a damn risk, period. Everything, the moment you were born, you could, I mean, okay, not to get morbid, but you could choke on your fucking, your, 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 your turkey bacon this morning at, at breakfast, okay? Like, I mean... This whole life is a fucking risk. Eating is a risk. Driving is a risk. Going to work is a risk. Your fucking job is a risk. Having kids is a risk. Fucking getting married is a risk. Everything is a fucking risk. Break it down. Trying a new job is a risk. Quitting a job is a risk. Starting a new job is a risk. Going into a new industry is a risk. Going into a new relationship is a risk. Everything is a risk. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner that you can just start chasing everything that you want to because then you realize that you ain't going to sit around and wait for them to float you the bill because you sat around while everybody else was eating everything else up around you. You can be a shark or you can be a tuna, my friend. I'll let you decide. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I love it, dude. I love the <laughs> I love the pers- the way uh, that was. Yeah, the way uh, made it, it put it into perspective in that sense it was fantastic. On both cases, on the, both of the two essentially metaphors, if you will, dude. I think it was fantastic. Appreciate you, dude. It's all the fucking risk. Heard that last night. I said, "Well, no shit. It's not." Yeah. Being on this podcast just, right now is a risk. I could get this some good short circuit. And I could get electrocuted. You see uh, me fucking. I know it's I know it's morbid, but it's all a risk. It's all a risk. Uh, or just uh, the risk of time, dude. The, you know, you can do other things with your time. You know what I'm saying? So. 100%. 100%, okay. my man. Okie dokie, artichoke. Well, that's officially my motivation minutes of the day. It's time to get on up and get on out. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide for myself and Mags. Thank you so much for stopping by episode number 241 of the Talking the Line podcast and every episode you decide to stop by for that matter. For your likes, your views, your retweets, your comments, your shares, your subscriptions, your notification bell smashes, everything that you guys do for us, we appreciate the hell out of you. It only allows us to make TTL Sports Media bigger and better, allows our, uh, us to make more connections, allows us to make better content. 
it wouldn't uh, we wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for you guys and you sharing your time and your energy with us is more than we can ever ask so from the bottom of our hearts i know i can speak for mags thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you we hope you have a spectacular rest of your thursday unless you have any other plans spell it out with me a t e r r i f i c day filled with nothing but trips to the pay window. And speaking of, make sure you get all of today's best bets hammered in, the ones that haven't tipped off yet, so you can say right alongside me and my partner at the end of every single piece of content we do. Let's cash. Some tickets.